Are you ready to rock? It's the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show, Coco has started Instagramming every banana she eats and it's getting annoying. Mm, this just in, rich guy sucks, more at 11. The priest was fake, but his faith was real. A British man f- takes the term bird feeder up a notch. Michigan GOP has a brawl over which one of them can bring the country to ruin the fastest. Or as they call it on faux news, regular day with tourists. Uh, To be fair, they were trying to prove who was the most manly and hated gay trans the most. Well, thanks, Obama. (laughs) And what's funny about that is they they actually were trying to figure out who was the most manly, I think. (laughs) It was a crazy situation. Yeah. So I heard about this on NPR at Mm -hmm. first, and to hear the person the reporter telling the story like Mm -hmm. this story has a lot of details that are like not appropriate for radio Mm -hmm. but they were still trying to tell the story and you could tell when he was telling the story like he wanted to say the words and the things that were being said here that we'll say Mm -hmm. because we're just a lowly podcast exactly fuck them so um are we gonna are we gonna read this like the uh, I mean, I just kind of jotted down the the main thing. So basically, the Republican Party was meeting, uh, and they're at this hotel, and it led to altercation where the police were called. Yeah. So some of the some of the people that were supposed to be at the meeting were not were barred from the meeting. It was behind a locked door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like some people could go in, but other people weren't allowed. So I mean, that's a very Republican thing to do, right? Very, very Republican. Yeah, you know, claim freedom and then lock people out of the process. Yeah. So there's a Republican, James Chapman from Wayne County, and um, he, he said he and the others were saying the Pledge of Allegiance together in the lobby, and um, after which he jiggled the doorknob of the meeting room. Well, that made Mark DeYoung, chairman of the Clare County Republican Party, approach the closed door, and he says he saw someone flipping him off through the window. <laughs> So they were out saying the Pledge of Allegiance. This uh-huh. sounds completely fucking made up. We were just out there saying the Pledge of Allegiance, and they locked the door on us. I couldn't believe it. We would never flip him off. We were singing God uh, bless America. <laughs> For the troops, with our hands on our hearts, and we were standing, our hats were off. With unless, yellow ribbons. Unless you're a veteran, you don't need to take your hat off, apparently. Oh, interesting. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't wear a hat regularly, so it doesn't apply to me. So he jiggled the doorknob. Yep. Let's insert a jiggling doorknob sound here. And then, then flipped him off. Gave him the bird. Yeah. Mine? And then, so Mark DeYoung approached the door, saw the guy flip him off, and then opened it. That seems like a dumb thing to do. Well, And then Mr. DeYoung says, he kicked me in my balls as soon as I opened the door. <laughs> He said that Mr. Chapman ran at him and slammed him into a chair. Jeez. Mr. Chapman alleges that Mr. DeYoung had swung at him and said, I'll kick your ass. And Mr. DeYoung denies this happened, of course. I, there were had to have been several other um, witnesses to this. Surely. I mean, there's lots of people there. But I'm Check pretty with sure, the witnesses. based on this, uh, in the Republican Party, snitches get stitches. That's true. That's true. Well, Mr. Chapman says that he removed his glasses, took DeYoung by the leg, and knocked him down, <laughs> saying, when you see me taking off my glasses, I'm ready to rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're so divided, Mr. DeYoung said, from the hospital. <laughs> I just wish we could come together so that we can divide the country. Ridiculous. 
You know, you, you won't see um, Democrats doing this because we don't have any fight in us at all. Yeah, there's no balls to kick. No balls to we kick. no balls. We lost them. Where, where we, are they at? The ice cream. Um, no trans jokes, please. No trans jokes. <laughs> that wasn't a trans joke. I know, but let's not go further with those. <laughs> further? We didn't go anywhere. G- good. Great. That's good for us. Uh, my joke was that we didn't have the balls to do anything. Okay. That, that was what my joke was. Okay. I almost don't I almost knock my drink over again. Spill your drink again? You Sorry, pledged you have me, not do it. You have me talking with my hands. You're, you're talking like an Italian over here. Over here making insinuations. Speaking of Italians, how was my week? How was your 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 holiday in, in Italy? I was with the Italians. Yeah. I was yeah, in Italy for a week, and it was awesome. I loved every second of it. Nice. Yeah, it was great. I Isn't went it to, a great place, though? It's a great place. Everything's like old and... Everything's old. Yeah. It's so old. How old is it? It's so old that buildings that were built in like the 1300s don't have their own Wikipedia article. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, it's just... Oh, a... Yeah, it's just another building. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is built in 1300. That was built in 1250. Like, oh. What do you want? Yeah. Picture it. Italy. I st- <laughs> so I flew there, obviously, and then took a train from... Um, the Fiumicino Airport. Mm. And, FCO? Yep, FCO. And then took the Leonardo Express into Rome. Mm. I did Is that not... the one with the wings? Yes. It just goes... Yeah, it's the little flying machine. Mm-hmm. It's not the helicopter-looking one. No, the one that... Yes. Yeah. That, that one's... Captain Janeway helped. With. Yeah, that yeah. was the express train. Yeah. So I have no... I don't want to go to Rome. It's too busy. It's, it's a giant city. I don't need to see the Colosseum. Like, I know it's cool. I did have uh, there are there are things other than the Colosseum. Oh, I, I'm aware. Yeah, I know there's a ton of shit. I didn't find Rome felt all that busy. Okay, well that's great. I don't want to go, and so I didn't because it's my fucking trip. I'll do what I want. So I got on a train. I got off the train at the Roma Termini station, and then I got back on a train at the Roma Termini station, and then took that right into Florence, and um, it was exactly. It did not let me down. Mm. I had high expectations, and it meant them. It was so cool. The old old ass buildings and and um, little restaurants and coffee mm-hmm. shops and shit on every corner. And every restaurant was good. Mm-hmm. There was no bad restaurant. Every restaurant we went into, however, the entire trip, there was an old man who worked there yelling at somebody else who worked there. <laughs> and it could have been like one of the younger kitchen staff members. At one point he was yelling at another woman, this guy that was his age. Mm-hmm. Um, another woman. She was yelling at a woman his age. And um, at one point um, our friend, so on the menu, this one place, most of the places we went to had English translations on the menus. This one place we went to did not. And this was just around the corner from our hotel. And, um, it said she wanted ice cream and it said they had lemon um, gelato it said oh affogato and so because she didn't speak Italian she didn't really know that where the or the O is or right so they didn't know where the or was so she was asking is this lemon and coffee in the same and he interrupted her he's like no no you can't do that you can't the lemon and coffee no <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, no, no. And he goes, no, I, I will not. No, lemon and too much acid, too much acid in your stomach. You will be sick. No. 
<laughs> so like he yelled at her. He was angry. He was looking at us for confirmation. And I was, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> so then he yelled at her. She didn't get to order anything, and he left. <laughs> and he came back, and he goes, "You want affogato? I get you affogato, but no le- no lemon, no lemon." And she's like, "Okay, that's what I, it's what I wanted." And he's like, "Okay, okay." So she didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> he he never brought it to her, and then like we asked for the bill, and then it came, and she just we had, she had to eat something else. <laughs> she didn't get anything. <laughs> Uh, he was too busy yelling at the lady in back. But then after, after she had the thing where he thought she was trying to order lemon and espresso on ice cream, um, he went back in and he yelled something at the lady, and the lady like is cackling. So we think she was laughing at the Americans outside <clears throat> trying to order lemon with espresso on top. That would be really gross. By <laughs> that the would way. be gross. Yeah. I, no, definitely not. But it was great, and. Uh, the buildings were old. The ho- the hotel we stayed at was called. Um, I think I'm pronouncing this correctly because in Italian, if if a C is followed by an I or an E, it makes the ch sound, like Fiumicino, the C in Fiumicino. So I think it's called Acapalace Hotel, mm-hmm. and it was an old. It was like a palace that was built in the 1200s, mm-hmm. and that was cool. But like it had been updated and stuff. It was. Yeah. It looked like normal hotel rooms. And it was super duper nice. But pretty much. Um, uh, me in my own room, my friends Adam and Katie in one room, um, my friends Megan and Dave who were getting married in their whole, they had a whole floor to themselves. Oh, wow. And uh, uh, Megan's mom and stepdad and stuff and uh, all in the same place. Mm-hmm. And it was the best way to travel as friends because we oh, had yeah, definitely. four, we were all together in the same hotel room and we had four things all week that we had to be at and they were all wedding events and everything else was just like, if you're around, if we're around. Yeah. We'll go somewhere together. Do you guys want to go here? No, we were going to go there. Okay, cool. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. It's great because I got to do the things I wanted to do. Um, if I didn't want to do something, I could just say, no, thanks. I'm doing something else. And we did. I visited a, um, there was a a museum. It was an art museum. Mm-hmm. And I think it's called Museo de Borgello, I think. Um, and it was also built in the 1200s and this these are medieval times this mm-hmm. is what what the whole restaurant is about is mm-hmm. this and it was so cool because they had like it was they all jousting in this a, museum no they didn't no, it was no. it was sad i was hoping for like at least one room to like recreate what it looked like back when it was yeah. a like a, a no, palace or something no turkey legs at the uh unfortunately no oh, they were out um but they had uh so you go in and there's this whole big courtyard inside and it's like the big tall stone with the, you know, the, what do they call mm-hmm. them? The turrets or whatever across the top. Yeah, the, the Legos. I think, yeah, I think someone when they were designing Super Mario Brothers and they had gone to Italy and they saw some of these little things and that's like, oh, that's what we're putting in the game. Mm-hmm. These are Italian plumbers. They will be in some place kind of like Italy. And they had the little things across the top of the buildings. And then there was art. We saw um, like sculptures and paintings, like paintings from medieval times. And they had little, um, they still had the hardware attached to the sides of the building and inside where they would hook livestock and horses and where they put the the torches. (laughs) So fucking cool. (laughs) And uh, art was fine. I, you know, I, I like art. It's great. 
Um, we also went to the Uffizi Museum, mm-hmm. which was fine, but it was so crowded. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like it. Did you see David? Anyway, I didn't see David. You didn't see the David? Mm-hmm. You went all the way there and you're in the museum and you missed him? Uh, His big stone ass? I don't think he's in the, the Uffizi. I'm pretty sure he is. He's There's the replica that's outside. No, I think he's inside. Is he in? The, well, yeah. I didn't see it. It was too busy. I don't know. He saw the replica. It. I mean, it's... It's got a big ass. Yeah. Um, but on the way out, because I I bailed on the I bailed on the tour early because it was so stressful for me, and uh, it was hot in there and stuff. Um, on the way out, I saw some great artwork, and mm-hmm. on the floors that we weren't on, it wasn't busy at all because the floors were they want to take you on the tour of the the most prized artworks. Yeah. yeah, the hits, the Primavera, Birth of Venus. Yeah, both of the Botticelli. Did you see things. that one? Yes, it was cool. Yeah. Saw it. Bye. I mean, you've seen it so many other. That's the thing. Like, you know, you, you see it and you're like, okay. You well, you can go online and you could look at it in so much detail. Yeah, it's cool to see it in person. That's like uh, when we went and you saw the Mona Lisa. There's all these people, and yeah. like you can wait in line to get close. And I was like, I don't need to get close. I don't need to mark that off a list for me yeah, to see. Like the Mona I saw Lisa. it; it was right there. And if I want to see it in detail, like you said, I can go online and look at it in much more detail as long as I want. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it wasn't the most important. Actually, there were some other things that I wanted to see more. And I was like, oh, yeah, I get to see this and I yeah. get to see that. There's a big uh, giant painting of Napoleon crowning himself. Oh. Uh, I used to teach it in mm-hmm. ninth grade teaching. Um, and there was another one of the French Revolution uh, where, you know, she's carrying the flag and whatever. And I was like, okay, uh, no one was there. No one was at those ones. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. I heard a thing about Napoleon. Do you know how he's always in the paintings? He's always got his hand in his hmm. coat. I heard that, and this could be completely wrong because I heard it on the internet. I heard that like he might have had a deformed hand or something. Hmm. And that's why whenever he, well, like whenever he pulls for <laughs> paintings, right? He put it there. He put it in there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like uh, Scotty on Star Trek was missing his middle finger on his one of his hands. There was some other actor who was missing a finger. Yeah. Can't remember who it is though. We digress. We do. Um, I flew Air France, mm-hmm. and they pronounce it Air France. <laughs> the French do. Did they stop speaking English as soon as the door closed? As soon as the door closed, they started speaking all Frenchy. Like fuck off, you Americans. Yeah. Well, they did everything in French and then English, mm. um, but French was first. It was great. Um, that was cool. But the the weird thing about flying is uh, in internationally is they make you unplug your devices before takeoff like my you know the usb plugs for my mm-hmm. phone i was charging it i had to unplug it before takeoff and huh. before landing every single flight in europe and i was just wondering like if if my little five watt iphone charger is going to bring this plane down it's way too fragile they for need that liking. extra power just in case just in <laughs> case <laughs> we, we might need to gun it we crashed because this guy was charging his iphone 12 <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird one maybe it's less for that and more like in the event of something you don't need devices flying all over the place and cords put attached your, to yeah. shit yeah put in your pocket it. so people aren't tripping and whatever yeah that could be it we also had to raise the um the shades the shades yeah yeah some planes don't have shades to raise now you press a button and they darken and lighten oh i've seen that on like videos it's the future wow it's so cool have anyway. you seen those uh things where it's supposed to be like the they, they have a way to make it look like the air outside the plane like the walls Oh, yeah, I think I've seen something like that, yeah. Like, how terrifying is that? Like, you like, have a There's clear... no wall, it's just like, you know, the air and the clouds and shit. Yeah, I'm good. I'm pressing a button to darken that. Yeah. I don't need that. Especially if I'm in the window seat. <laughs> I'm good. No. 
No, no good. How do you? Uh, what was the best meal you had? Uh, the best meal was that restaurant we got yelled at. Okay. Um, I had. Did you have um, some lemon and espresso? Yeah, I had them both. They were delicious together, <laughs> and I didn't get sick like you thought we would. I had um, a caprese salad with buffalo mm. mozzarella, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this was so the olive oil was good. Mm-hmm. Big chunk, big balls of mozzarella, and uh, you know, big ass chunks of tomatoes, basil, mm. and then I also had. I've never had carbonara before, mm-hmm. and I had How carbonara. Was it? it was fucking great. I've never had it either, actually. Yeah. So. It's made with uh, chicken feet, I think. No, no eggs. <laughs> carbon. Sorry, eggs. It's carbon. Yeah. yeah, but I guess when they make it, some in some restaurants they make it like with cream instead of like the egg mm-hmm. yolks. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but it was oh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't have a disappointing meal there. The yeah. dis, the only disappointing meal I had was at the hotel near the airport. Mm. I got a pizza because I hadn't had pizza the entire time. I got a pizza and it was, was all a little dry Caesars. And, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's good. It's a great trip. Awesome. Liked every second of it. Delightful. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> was it as cool as mine? Definitely not. No. <laughs> You've gone places. Not this week. Okay. Uh, no, not much. Uh, not much going on. I'm working on. I created a to do list for the summer. Uh, with I think while you were while you were gone. Yeah. And oh, because you had time because to... I was gone? Well, no, no. Because I, I didn't do it last week. I did it the week before because we didn't do a podcast. Oh, right, right. Because you know, it's kind of late in the, the you know summer at this point to start a to-do list. I was going to say it, but I didn't want to make it feel yeah. bad. So, yeah, no, it's it's a few weeks old at this point. Mm-hmm. So I've been marking things off. Uh, we got to get new gutters on oh. the roof. And we paid this guy to like paint along the roof. And then he was like, no, I'm only painting the new stuff. And we're like, no, we said all around the roof. And he was like, mm. And so now I have to get up there and paint like, I don't know, 17 linear feet of roof line so that they can put the gutters up. And you I, need like a really long pole. And it's just like, yeah, so I have to get the extension ladder. So it's like, you, you know, where at the, you know, you're coming up to the door of our house. Mm-hmm. And there's the way up at the top right there. It's very tall. I have to climb up on a rickety fucking ladder to paint that part. And there's fucking hornets everywhere. Ugh. Goddamn hornets all over the place. And, like, I got to get rid of those before I can get up there because I can't go anywhere if they start, you know, yeah, being hornets. So that's fucking annoying. Have you considered renting scaffolding? It, Like I said, it's it's this much. It's It's like six feet. Yeah. It'd be ridiculous. Right. It's going to take me two seconds to do it. How are you going to get rid of the hornets? Oh, well, fucking I don't know. They spray. Some of those sprays go like 20 feet. So I've got a spray Mm -hmm. and it said kills on contact. Mm -hmm. And one hornet just kind of shook it off and flew away. (laughs) (laughs) So tough luck, bitch. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've actually found spraying with like a hose. Like they'll just fucking leave. (laughs) You I found can. one under my deck, so I've got some tomatoes out there. A hornet? And no, a whole like little oh. nest of them. Ooh. And I was like, you motherfuckers. And I was watering my tomatoes. And so I just sprayed up there. They're gone. Oh, wow. I went and checked today. They're like, fuck out of here. They don't like being wet. Yeah. So so I sprayed all the areas that I could spray with water. I have to go see if they're still in there. Yeah. So you don't want hornets anyway. You got to get rid yeah, of them anyway. They're fucking annoying. Yeah. And I think they're in like my chimney or something because I see them buzzing around up there. Mm-hmm. But I can't get up there because it's like 30 feet in the air. Right. What am I going to do if I do get up there? You might have to Obviously, this stuff doesn't kill you. Yeah, I... 
probably like building all the way down that tube yeah the, the whole tube the whole I should, flue i should just turn on my fireplace Ooh. and just like kill them with the exhaust smoke them out yeah yeah so i hear they love smoke yeah uh so yeah i've been working on that uh got up so my my stepfather passed away last year mm-hmm. uh, and i got a delinquent tax bill in the mail today oh for his property taxes for his property taxes yeah but it was addressed to me well it was addressed to him care of me why i don't know so now I got to call and figure this fucking thing out. It's a hassle. Because he has like, so the property, because he was on Medicare or something like that, the, the state of Michigan basically took his house. Okay. Because they're like, well, you know, we're going to take care of you because you have no money, but we're going to take your house. Right. So I'm like, seems like you owe the property tax then, not me. Yeah, state of Michigan. I'm not paying it. Yeah. You fuck right off. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, what will they do? If you don't pay the taxes, like, what's the penalty? If you don't pay the taxes on that property. Yeah, they can take the property? Yeah. You can take it from the state of Michigan? Take it, Help yourself. (laughs) Right. It's already been forfeited, apparently. Is that why the Republican Party is fighting over that piece of of property? Kick each other in the balls? Shitty little house that's uh, (laughs) filled with apparently black mold. So, so yeah, that's a fun, stupid thing that I know how to figure out. Yeah, that sucks. I'm going to have to call them on the phone. Like, what the fuck is this? Why do I have this? I had uh, AT&T fiber installed yesterday. Oh, yeah. Is it's, it fast? No, it's no? this. Okay. It's like 300 megabits per no, second. It's just or whatever. the same. It's the same. It could be faster, but you have to pay a ton and I don't really care. I just want to get rid of Xfinity at all costs. But they, they did that thing where they called like 20 minutes before they were going to be here. Just come. I don't need a phone call. Yeah. Text me. You can text me. Just don't call. Yeah. I hate answering the phone. I <laughs> You answered the phone? I did, because I, I wanted to make sure they were coming. If it says ATT Tech on it, like I... They'll leave a message. Yeah, they will. But I wanted to make sure they were going to be here. The only canceling. The only phone call I answer is my grandma or my uncle. Yeah. Or I guess, you know, one of my children, if they called. Yeah. But, and, you know, wife. But, like, other than that, I'm not <laughs> answering the phone. Yeah. Yeah, you normally mean too, but if yeah. I'm expecting a, deli- I, like, a delivery or installation... Leave a message. Yeah. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. I should have just texted the number back. Hey, don't call me. I got a call from uh, from GM mm. trying to get a hold of my wife for mm. a recall on her, her Pontiac Vibe. Oh. That she bought in 2005 and, and you we an- haven't owed, owned in like a decade. You answered it? No, no. They left a message. So where is it now then? If I don't know. If they're trying to track it down, is it in the junkyard maybe? Probably. Yeah. I think we gave it to her dad, and then he did something with it. I don't oh, okay. know. It might be just sitting in her dad's backyard. Oh, well, go take it for a recall. <laughs> it doesn't even drive. Just tow it up there. Hey, I heard there was a recall. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have to fix the seatbelts. Mm. Well, keep it. <laughs> <laughs> then they have to deal with it. Yeah. So, so yeah, nothing, nothing much going on except hornets and painting. Oh, okay. Fucking sucks. Yeah. So. Well, if you know a way to get rid of hornets, uh, then let us know uh, at thehourpod at gmail.com. Yes. Well, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Yep. So. And or I, find us on threads at threads.com slash never. Yes. <laughs> Not fucking doing that. <laughs> I will say, like, I, I, I don't go on Twitter very much anymore at all. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, I'll log in just so they don't delete my account. Yeah. Uh, 
and and i was like oh let's see what's happened since last time i was on and i was like nobody's posting anything that was very quick to get through all of that that's interesting yeah so, bye yeah. adios au revoir oh i speak french apparently because the french language is is so it's it's in our pop culture and stuff um I was I bought like a pack of gum or something. Oh, it was funny. I bought a pack of gum and the flavor was Hollywood. <laughs> what does Hollywood taste like? Uh mint. <laughs> but uh those minty white teeth. Yeah, when I bought the gum and a coffee um the person said, "Au revoir monsieur, bon voyage." I'm like, "Hey, I understood all of that. <laughs> I speak French." What did you say? I said, "Merci." And ran away. <laughs> <laughs> but they say like uh, listening to people talk they say merci beaucoup and they they like they say the things that is is like stereotypical they're like Ooh, French. Ooh, la, la. oh um <laughs> i heard someone say Ooh, la, la, because like he dropped his something i don't know Ooh, la, la. yeah he dropped something and he's oh Ooh, la, la. and then um in italy uh the taxi driver the taxi driver, we're stuck in traffic, and he, he goes, Trafico, trafico. Mamma mia, sempre trafico. Do they say mamma mia? They must really say <laughs> Apparently. it. Apparently. God. Oh, man. I'm sure we say very, very stereotypical things as Americans, but that was very, mamma mia. Yeah, what do we say? Sure. Sure. Oh, my God. We probably say, oh, my God, a lot. Like. Yeah, them too. Well, I got some updates. Yes, hooray. Uh, so uh, I haven't listened in a little bit. Okay. So I start, I went back to look. Turns out I haven't listened since October. That's a long time. That we long haven't time. had an update in a long time. Yeah, we, it right. has been a while. So are these going to be like a million updates? Uh, no, I only listened oh. to three episodes. Oh, okay, good. Uh, in episode 213, the back seat of the rental car of space, uh, we discussed how formulaic uh, home improvement was. Oh, yeah. And so recently I've been trying to watch something new on, on the treadmill. Like when I'm exercising and stuff. Okay. Uh, I've been watching Golden Girls and I was like, in, you know, want a little switch up. Uh, I was flipping through and uh, do you remember the show Smallville? I never watched it, but I, I remember it. So my friend watched it and I was like, all right, I'll watch this. And, you know, we watched it for a bit. We stopped before the end of it because it was just like, okay, whatever. So I watched a couple of episodes of that just to see like first few episodes. Oh my gosh. It was so formulaic. Yeah. I, I, I Oh, every single, like... There's the setup. There's the new monster turning into a monster. The the red herring of who the monster is. He defeats the monster, and then everything goes back to normal. Interesting. Every single episode, exactly the same. I was like, "All right, well, I can't watch this because this is horrible." It's just the same every every single. It's, it's predictable. And... Different monster, like different power, because it was like everyone in town was being infected by the kryptonite that had fallen from space. Yeah, and so like you know turn them into mutants of some kind so it was like oh this is a different mutation i i mutated with a bug or i no. mutated with a raccoon so i steal everything and wash all my eat garbage yeah is that's a lot like uh power rangers power rangers was the same yeah. every, every single episode yeah it's not it's, it's not something you can binge no, no. yeah because you get sick of it i wonder if that's just easier or maybe lazy writing i mean if you if it originally you know it was like you saw it once and then you had to wait a week, yeah. So it wasn't as fresh. That's true. So, uh, we also discussed the hubbub over Mario's butt, which is 
app since we're talking about Italy. Uh, so when the Mario movie, they first started uh, releasing stuff, people were upset that his butt wasn't big enough. Oh, okay. Uh, he should have a bigger butt. All right. Well, since then, I have gone to see the Mario movie. Okay. Because my daughter really wanted to see it. And I paid absolutely no attention to anyone's cartoon butt. So I don't know what the problem oh. is. Mamma mia. Hmm. Carbonara. Uh, in episode 214, playing footsie while you're shitting where you poop your shit, I mentioned that I wanted to do a 5K hosted by the Humane Society, and I did not. Oh, you didn't do it. I didn't do it. No. Okay. So, thank you, thank you for the follow-up yeah, on that I one. I thought I'd, I'd mention that. These, I, ep- these episode titles are... <laughs> I'm doing it mostly for the episode A titles. lot, yeah. Uh, in episode 215.1, keep the squint off Taylor's version, uh, I mentioned that I had become the department head. Yeah. Uh, and discussed that it was like probably shitty five dollars and i'll get like 75 cents turns out i didn't get any extra pay for that oh yeah so fuck them yeah good job mama mia <laughs> great but that's all the updates i have oh wonderful i'm sure i'll have some more next time I'm we'll sure. do we'll do an all update episode an all update episode no, that I would be do, i won't do that you won't do that no too much too much okay nobody that's... cares i care as long as i don't have to do the work <laughs> if i could just be here and talk about shit that'd be great no i mean it would be great to go back and listen to episodes and put together like a clip show and stuff i am not doing that shit i did Absolutely that with no the way. uh the cold opens yeah you did took me forever yeah it was very long i appreciated that work that you did we had some I good cold wouldn't... opens though yeah good time back if you're interested go find it i there's a whole episode called cold opens or cold cut opens or something i don't know okay something like that so you, you know, listen to all the cold opens that we used to do i heard that subway is slicing their meat now in the restaurant oh good yeah because i want to take longer in a subway <laughs> right i and pay ten dollars for a footlong sub <sighs> there was hang you we had a subway when we were driving back from colorado yeah if if you I was, don't want a burger and fries that's the thing i, would, I didn't want any fast food i was done yeah. with the the deep fry Right. So I was like, I'm going to get a fucking sandwich. You can get some vegetables and processed meat on cake. Yeah. <laughs> White cake or wheat cake? Uh, I prefer the Italian urban cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we went way off track. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for our monkey business. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of monkeys, the Toronto Zoo, or Toronto Zoo, I don't know. He's- uh, is advising its visitors to avoid showing videos and photos of their, on their cell phone to its gorillas as they distract the apes. Oh. Well, yeah, have you seen this one? <laughs> have you seen it? The ape is like, yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> uh, we just want the gorillas to be able to be gorillas, said Holly Ross, behavioral husbandry supervisor at the zoo. The zoo has posted signs at its gorilla enclosure to remind guests to not show videos or photos to its primates. Is she the behavioral husbandry supervisor because she supervises the husbandry? Or is she a supervisor of other people who supervise the husbandry? Well, I imagine she did the husbandry to get the supervisor. Right. So either way, she was... She's watching. She likes to watch. Or it's her job to watch. She supervises the supervisors. The gorillas fuck. Yes. And apparently, <laughs> maybe if she's the husbandry one, maybe they're like, the gorillas aren't like having sex anymore because they're they're stuck on these thirst traps on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, doing a lot of leg day stuff. To... <laughs> yeah, 
trying to emulate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the girl gorillas have bulimia now. <laughs> trying to get that summer bod and those lo- those dumb long sharp nails. <laughs> So they say that some content can be upsetting and affect their relationships and behavior within their family. So this is actually real? Uh, Well, Ross said one of the gorillas, Nasir, has become enthralled with videos visitors are showing him. Okay. Nasir was born in September 2009 and describes him as the epitome of a teenager who is fascinated by videos and screen time would dominate his life if he had his way. Just like all teenagers. Yeah. And some some adults, some 39-year-old adults. Well, while the gorilla's fascination with video is primarily out of uh, curiosity, the zoo wants to ensure that it does not become an issue. Yeah. This is with all kids. Mm -hmm. You don't want them to be stuck to a phone. Yeah. Go out and play. Go go read a book. Kids don't want to play anymore. Gorillas these days. Russ said they have not observed any significant behavioral changes so far. Well... Then what's the problem? Right. They're just concerned about the behavior? They're concerned it's going to be a problem. Okay, okay, boomers. I would just show them TikToks of other gorillas. Yeah. Maybe that gives them amped up or something and stresses them out. Maybe. Seeing videos of other gorillas. Y'all. Yeah. Well, a zoo in Chicago has put up a rope line a few feet away from the glass partition of its gorilla enclosure to keep visitors from showing their phones to one of the apes who had become distracted. So did the ape just sit there, like next to the next to the window, tapping on the glass, like and like do the like you know the little phone? He's like swiping. (laughs) He's like, nope, next, next. (laughs) I've seen this one. (laughs) Coco, it's like swipe, swipe. They show the last group showed me this one. (laughs) Oh, I love this trend. I love this trend. (laughs) Sketty noodle. (laughs) He loves the sketty noodle trend. There's one. There is one. And it's this lady, and she's in Venice, Italy, and um, she recognizes the pickpockets that work in Italy, and she turns her phone on, and she records them, and she goes, Attenzione, pickpocket! Attenzione, bosseggiatrici, pickpocket! And they're like, the pickpocketers are like hiding their faces and trying to run away and stuff. It's actually really cool, (laughs) because she's calling them out. Anyway, now there are videos of like, it's like a cat and they're like stealing a piece of food off the plate. <laughs> Attenzione, big pocket. <laughs> well, Ross has noted the Toronto Zoo is already letting its gorillas watch videos, including those of other animals and nature documentaries. Why not? So they're like PBS only. <laughs> <laughs> they're not allowed to watch The Simpsons. Nope, definitely not. No South Park. Guy. Absolutely no, not. yeah, that's terrible. But... Did you see uh, Hulu has purchased Futurama and they're doing new episodes? I yes, I did see that. Yeah, they also have purchased King of the Hill and they're doing new episodes. I had heard King of the Hill was coming out with episodes. I didn't know Hulu was on. That's great. Hulu's uh, grabbed both of them. I bringing back the uh, you know damn it, Dale. You know what? I hope. I wish Elon Musk would buy uh, Netflix and burn that to the ground too. Because I can't. Um, I was sharing. I was mm-hmm. sharing the password because, you know, I'm going to pay $15 for Netflix. Because they keep taking stuff off of there. And the, the content isn't as good as it used to be. It's not. I, I don't. Har- I hardly ever yeah. watch Netflix anymore. 
Um, Stranger Things. That's the one that I'll watch. That's been off for a while. Yeah. So where's the new episodes? Right. If they get new episodes, supposed to be a few more, right? Yeah. There's a new season. I think coming hopefully soon. Yeah. If they're new episodes, I'll subscribe for a month and watch them and delete. Other than that, like they cracked down and I can't. So what they did was they stopped. They don't like the password sharing, but only on TVs. I could still watch it on my phone. I could watch it on my iPad, but I can't watch it on my TV. And it's uh, it's dumb. So. What I had done with my friends, and I didn't pay for it, so you know, I understand I didn't pay for it. Um, but with my uh friends, like I bought uh Paramount Plus and mm-hmm. shared the password with Paramount yeah, Plus, tradesies, and then yeah, little tradesies. And that's there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to do that, in my opinion, if we want to. Um, but then like I heard that uh. They got a bunch of new subscriptions once they started cracking down on password sharing. Like, guys, what the fuck are you doing? Don't give these people money yeah. for being assholes. Yeah. You, you boycott. They're being stingy. Yeah. You make them lose money. And, well, yeah. And it's not like they were not doing well anymore. They just stopped seeing growth. And if you're not growing, you're dying, apparently. So that's when they started cracking down. That's what's going to destroy the world. This is like the restaurant that um, things, they st- uh, like Frasers, for example, in Ann Arbor. Um like they might think, oh, I we're not making enough money, or we're just barely making it. So let's cut down on our portion sizes. Let's raise prices. It's, instead of like offering better service or trying to get more people into your restaurant, yeah. they try to like nickel and dime the people that are already coming. Then and they're not going to come anymore. We had a dollar. I ate there yesterday. And there was a dollar service charge added onto our bill. Fuck that. Fuck the, it. No service. Like, it. Mm. I would never go to a place. I'd never go there again. I don't think I'm going to go I've back I've never again. been there, but I'm yeah. never going there now. It was my favorite little towny uh, bar. It's not even a dive bar. It's a nice bar, but it's like yeah. a sports bar. Yeah. Service charge. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Awful. Yeah. Give me some service and just put it in with the price. Do it's... not charge me extra. Right. Yeah. It's the quickest way that I'm never coming to your place ever again. And they raise the prices. Everything is a dollar extra and they add a dollar on for the service charge and it's just, it's crazy. So I'll stop going and it sucks and they'll die. Go out of business. Yeah. Put something else in there and I know something else will go in there where everything's... Put it in Applebee's. Where everything's $5 more expensive than it used to be but I just, I'm not going to go. I mean, eventually it's going to collapse. Yeah. You can't keep doing that. Right. People just go somewhere else. Especially based on the clientele that you see in there. They're all old so they're going to die soon anyway. It's going to be like Hobbs. <laughs> yeah, Hobbs. Sign of the beef carver or something. Only the ancient go there. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, no, they're not going to abide by a dollar service charge. Are you kidding me? Back in my day. That's what they were going to leave as a tip. Yeah. Because they're old. Rich motherfuckers. Speaking of rich motherfuckers. No. The multi-billionaire owner of luxury jewelry company Cartier... And I know how to pronounce that because I was just in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Has revealed his greatest fear. Oh, no. Robots replacing workers and the poor rising up to bring down the rich. I feel like it's the second part, not the first part. It could be the second I, part. I think the second part is what makes him afraid. Yeah. Well, he is French. Yeah. So they do have a history of that. They do. Well, they were doing it while I was there. Not in the airport. Not the airport. Luckily. Oh, that airport was so small and They're crowded. Like, Ooh la la. Yeah, ooh la la. <laughs> uh oh, after so I just heard today, um the the Italy's trains workers are striking. Oh yeah. So I would have been stranded in yeah, you Florence in Firenze. You would have had to get a car. Those are expensive. They are. 
Ooh, oh, and I can't imagine driving in those streets. Oh my gosh, especially in Florence. Oh. So we didn't take a train from the airport to Rome. We had like a car pick us up. Oh, yeah. A driver, and it was in a van. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was psychotic. Yeah. There was this one part where there was like five roads came together and there were no lanes, and everyone was just kind of like trying to eke through and like, you know, yelling at each other <laughs> out the windows. And, you know, it was insane. And yeah. We were just like, okay, let's just look over here and not out the windows because this is fucking crazy. Let's get under the seat. <laughs> and he was totally fine. He was like, ah, whatever. Whatever. I, um, so on the way down, this is, I, cause, you know, I want to talk about it. On the way down from, we took a winery tour and mm-hmm. it was really cool. It's this, um, um, like winery that was built in the 1400s, like in the Renaissance by the Medici family. Mm-hmm. And it was very neat. However, on the way back, we were on this road that was leading down the, the sort of mountain hill thing. And it was a one, pretty much a one lane road that had two, like both ways coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And we were in a big ass bus. Yeah. Well, um, a car, two cars tried to come up the road as the bus was coming down and the cars didn't get over, um, far enough. And so, um, I can play it. This happened. <laughs> Just that that is the bus driver yelling at both the drivers. He had his window open, and then he made them roll their window down and was yelling at them. <laughs> and th- when they yell at each other, it sounds exactly like... <laughs> he was gesturing wildly. I had to move the mic back so I could gesture like him. <laughs> he was he was definitely swearing at them in Italian. You could tell. That, that's why the rich fear the... <laughs> The bus driver class. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking at the Financial Times Business of Luxury Summit oh. in Monaco. Oh, my God. Fuck f- that summit. <laughs> the fashion tycoon told his fellow elites that he can't sleep at the thought of the social upheaval he thinks is imminent. Okay. Buy some security, bro. Like, you can afford it. If you're scared, you're losing sleep because the, the poor man's going to rise up and take your dollars. That's the thing. I'm uh, sorry. You're, you're he did okay in math class, and he knows... <laughs> That you can get as much security, but if they really want you, they'll come and get you. Yeah. If they really want you, the securities turn on you. Yeah. The mob will come because yeah. the the security's like, fuck this. You can pay me whatever, but I'm not going to live through this if I save your dumb ass. Yeah. So sucks to suck. So Johan Rupert, which I can pronounce because I laid over in Amsterdam, <laughs> told the conference to bear in mind that when the poor rise up, the middle classes won't want to buy luxury goods for fear of exposing their wealth. The middle classes? Yeah, who are they? Wait, first of all, there's more than one? <laughs> where where are they? And if they're buying luxury goods, I don't think they're that middle class. Yeah. Although, I didn't really feel middle class this Italy trip. I felt very rich because that was so rich wedding. <laughs> it's... It's interesting when you you do happen to venture into an area where rich people are. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, this is different from my life. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. This is not how we live our lives. (laughs) Yeah. They don't have a basement where they record their podcasts. No, they have a studio. Yeah. Yeah. A studio. 
he said he's been reading about the changes in labor technology as well as recent Oxfam figures suggesting that the top 1% of the global population now owns more wealth than the other 99%. Wow. The wow. rich are too rich? Yeah. Now it's keeping them up at night? Good. I hope you have anxiety and die early. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and have a stroke, bro. Yeah. Give your money to all your kids and let them ruin society. I'm too. sure they'll tax it heavily in France. So Yeah, exactly. Get it. How is society going to cope with structural employment and the envy, hatred, and the social welfare, warfare, he said. We are destroying the middle classes at this stage and it will affect us. It is unfair. So that's what keeps me awake at night. So stop. You're a fucking rich leader of multiple companies change your companies maybe maybe this was the start of him at this rich people summit trying to tell all the rich people we should stop doing this like i'm not saying they're gonna we're he's probably like i'm not saying we should make watches for fucking poor people no not doing that we're still gonna be cartier but you know maybe we should stop treating them like shit they're not going to mm. think of the bottom line think of the shareholders think of the shareholders who are rich yeah so, no, they're not going to do shit about fuck. Yeah. <laughs> South African Rupert was estimated by Bloomberg to have amassed a fortune of around $7.5 billion from brands including Cartier, Chloe, and Vacheron Constantin. I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't know either. I'm not from that place. Yeah. I mean, $7.5 Nobody should have more than a billion dollars. Nobody should have a billion dollars. Nope. 100% tax on everything so that you can't be worth more than a billion. We've said it before. Another Mario reference. As soon as you pass 100 limes, you start getting symbols. That's all you get. And you yep. know you're rich. And then you don't need any more money. Yep. You don't get a single dime. Yep. You have to take care of all of it. Yeah. But that'll, that'll stop the rich people from trying to excel. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, good. Who fucking cares? Yeah. How is it helping us now? It's not. It's not. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. I'm a world traveler now. You are. So I can give better advice You've than Been I somewhere used to before. other than Canada. Yeah. And, and Mexico. Mexico? Okay. See? I've never been to Mexico. Oh. Um, I did the Bahamas. Yeah. That's not Mexico. No, but it's south of here. <laughs> yeah. It's Mexico right. <laughs> I've been to Mexico it's, it's two island ways. Mexico. The no, island Mexico. I've not. been to Mexico two ways. The one way was um, when I was, I think, 20-something. I crossed the border with my mom and stepdad, mm -hmm. and um, they got scared. So we turned around and tried to come right back, and they got stuck in like three-hour border crossing. Yes, I remember that story. Yeah. And then, um, so we didn't do anything while we were there. You just were in Mexico. And then it turns out this was in Nuevo Laredo. And it mm. turns out, like, while we did that, there were also a bunch of tourists getting uh, kidnapped and held for ransom and, like, mm -hmm. taken to ATMs and forced to withdraw all their money and stuff by yeah. by police. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. No me gusta. Then the other way was on a carnival cruise. It was on a stop. And we didn't. It wasn't real Mexico. No. It was the Mexico gift shop. Yeah. It was cruise. I mean, that's like when we went to the Bahamas. It was nassau yeah it was not yeah it was you know a tourist trap we spent maybe an hour we bought a bottle of uh 
pineapple rum for a friend. Oh yeah, and uh, got back on the boat because we're like, this is gross. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like tourist traps and nothing here is fun. How was uh, bringing back alcohol over the border? Because I didn't buy any because I didn't want to like uh, bring it over the border. I think there was like some sort of thing like we only bought like two bottles and so mm-hmm. it was just like okay cool have a good day. And how was it packaged in your luggage? It wasn't. We just walked onto the ship with it. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, but the plane back though. How did you get it in on the airplane? I think we yeah it was in checked luggage. It was in checked. Yeah, you just wrapped it in clothes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Put the center of the suitcase. Mm-hmm. So it made it. I forgot that we flew back. Oh. Completely. I was like the plane. <laughs> Why would I be on? A, oh yeah, I had to come home. Right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not still in the Bahamas. Weird. No, no, we're not. It's crazy. That being said, Jason. Yes. What is it about Taylor Swift that has people so obsessed with her and everything she does? She's a celebrity. Yeah, that's what people do with celebrities. She's a celebrity. She makes good music. She's yeah. a good a good business person. Yes. Jeff, is it weird? I still call my mom after work every day. No. You love your mom. Yeah. Call you your mom. Talking to her. Call is her. it weird? I have a connection with another human being. <laughs> Who cares about me? Now it would be weird if you call your mom and then you don't like date other people <laughs> until well, I can't I can't go out with you because I have to call my mom. Like that's weird mm. i have to ask my mom if it's okay <laughs> yeah that's going too far but this mom is can i suck his balls <laughs> i know people that call their parents every day yeah, i don't yeah like what's what's the problem i don't have that much to say to my parents <laughs> i love them i think my mom has that much to say to me <laughs> but i don't have that much to say back Jason, uh-huh. is my job legally allowed to fire me for jury duty? No. Jeff, is it normal to take all your clothes off before you poop? No. George <laughs> Costanza? <laughs> not no- It's not normal, but, you know. Like, like, a- I'm going to shit. I got to be completely naked. You're in a bathroom by yourself. Oh, by the way, the bathrooms, the public restrooms in Europe, the stalls are floor to ceiling. Yeah, very private. Very good locks. Some of them have bidets in the toilets. When we were driving back from Colorado, we stopped at a rest stop and I could see the gap between, like I could have fit my hand through the gap between the stall door and the wall. Yuck. And given the person a high five for <laughs> shitting. <laughs> like you show that turd who's boss, high five. Gross. The ones, the rest stops I've noticed um, in Michigan at least have very low like if you're sh- you're sitting in there shitting, I think you could see the top of your head. They're yeah, yeah, on walls. the west side of Michigan. Yeah, yeah. You would think that they went higher because you know they're conservative homophobes out there. I think they want lower so they can make sure people aren't doing gay stuff in there. Maybe that seems a little gay to be looking. But they want to see it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Jeff. Yes, I think. I think yeah. Are two to three glasses of wine per night too much? Um, do you think they're too much? And if you're asking the question, maybe pull back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, probably too much if you're worried. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, just do two to three bottles a week. Or glasses. Or bottles. <laughs> How much? <laughs> I think if you're asking, it's too much. And pull back. That's what we already said. But also, if you don't think it's... If you just base it off of someone else's observation, you didn't think it was too much, and it's not affecting your life, I mean, go ahead. No. It's probably fine. That's a lot of wine, though. That is a lot of wine. Two or three glasses, that's like literally like what, a bottle every two days? So yeah. 
or well, three depends on how how big are these glasses? Is that a bottle a night? Oh well, that's yeah. If you're pouring them a little because the bottle's taller. supposed to be four glasses of wine, right? Uh, five, I thought. Five. But, okay. Yeah. Well, then I don't know. Try try going without for a yeah. Bit. Go without yeah. for a week and see yeah. if you can. Yeah. If you start getting the shakes resist. and stuff, like all right, maybe it's a problem. Yeah. Jason. Yes. As of about fifteen minutes ago, I am now homeless. Mm. What's the best course of action from here? Uh, get a home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. People today don't want to be homeless anymore. I'm a 23 year old female. I'm moving into my car today. Okay, so get a guitar and go play on the side of the streets, yeah. and then become Jewel. Ask yourself, who will save your soul? <laughs> I so the song "Who Will Save Your Soul" mm-hmm. is a song that Jewel used to sing when she was playing on the streets in Seattle, and apparently there are unlimited verses to that song because she used to play it. And then just sing about the people that she saw hmm. as they were walking by. And so there were just a bunch of verses and she had to choose the ones she put in the song. But there are a bunch more. Interesting. It's pretty neat. It's like the song that never ends. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she said the the chords are really simple in that song because she had just learned to play guitar and she hmm. didn't really know anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Jeff, have you ever secretly felt the urge to just go live in a hut and forest in the forest and hunt rabbits and forge for berries like a hermit? Um, not me, but I think you should talk to that lady, that twenty-three-year-old we just talked about. This is a very popular thing, and I want to hit everybody who says it with a, like a stick. Yeah, because they're fucking idiots. I think that, and they've never done anything hard in their entire life. I would like to do that as a vacation, maybe. No, they're gonna kill rabbits. I mean, not the killing the rabbits. Fuck part. out of here. Yeah. No idea. I just want to live in the the forest. Do what? (laughs) Do what? You live without under the... Get out from under the thumb of... Fuck, I can't say it. Get out from under the thumb of capitalism. Yeah, and what happens once you get sick? You die. Yeah, in pain, in the forest. (laughs) The rabbits eat you. Just like the olden days when you die when you were 30. That's like, like people... They'll say, well, it's natural. You should do this with your baby because it's natural. Well, it's also natural for babies to die. So, you know, <laughs> let's let's stop pretending that just because it's natural, it's, like, better. Yeah, cholera is natural. Yes. Malaria is Oh, they're getting malaria in Florida now. Do you hear I know, this? right? And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. Mm. We can fix it. I alone can fix uh, it. Jason, why, why do I so fix everything I touch? <laughs> it's the hour. Advice, because their kids want to go live in the forest <laughs> instead of getting a goddamn job and like you know taking care of themselves. Because it's too hard to answer an email. <laughs> they want they want to go in the forest and kill fucking rabbits, but they're afraid to email someone back. Yeah, I don't think they're killing rabbits, bro. No, no, no. They're gonna like they're gonna want to Grubhub something. I think that there are people that don't like to talk to other people and i think there are people that would be better off living by themselves and like out in a forest sure ted right? kaczynski yeah exactly he and then ended up in solitary hopefully and then died <laughs> fingers crossed yeah and uh so those people would just live they'd be like the hermits you know mm-hmm. hermits and the shut-ins and they would just not go anywhere or do anything and it's just a very popular thing on like instagram yeah, it is. But to be a hermit, you can't really have a job because you've got to be a hermit. So you have to have money. Ugh, can you or... imagine hermit influencers? <laughs> hermit the frog here. 
and uh, so that's why they want to move, to, I think, to the forest. That's they just want to be by themselves. That's and they can't be by themselves and live without having a job. You have to have a job that t- talks to people. Maybe just get a job that you don't have to talk to people, like a forest ranger. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You go and check and you know trim the trails or whatever. Yeah. Jason, are those red cups you see in every U.S. frat-type movie at parties actually a common thing in the U.S., or is it mainly just for movies? I mean, it's like a standard brand of cup. It's real! You guys don't have disposable cups in Europe? <laughs> no, they have cups that are made in, like, the 1400s. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're still using them. Yeah. If you drink out of the wrong one, though, you turn to dust. An old knight says you've chosen poorly. In my opinion, they should have gone with a minor chord there. Oh, Jason. like coal or yeah, silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, coal okay. minor. Yeah. Okay. So the owners of a California, Northern California taqueria chain mm-hmm. will pay one hundred forty thousand U.S. dollars oh. in back wages and damages after federal and get investigators found they used a fake priest to elicit confessions of wrongdoing from their employees. <laughs> This is very weird. This is weird. This is a very weird setup here. Who? What employer would get a priest to come? And then what? <laughs> what employee? Is, is this their new way of like gathering employee feedback instead of doing like an anonymous survey? You know, quote unquote. Yeah, they, they don't do priest. He they can't tell us. They don't do pizza parties anymore either. It's just the body of Christ. <laughs> One slice each. Uh, labor officials began looking into allegations that employees were being paid weren't being paid overtime wages at the Sacramento area chain Taqueria Garibaldi. Okay, it was a chain. See, as investigators contacted employees, they learned that a man who purported to be a priest had been introduced by the owner to get the sins out of the restaurant workers. <laughs> Well, the priest began the meeting with a prayer. Labor Department investigator Raquel Alfaro testified. It would be funny if, like, he didn't really, he was just an actor. He didn't really know what the prayer was supposed to be. Like, is, is there a Catholic pray. prayer that they do all the time? Rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub. <laughs> As, wait. He then told the employees, or asked the employees, whether they were loyal to owner Eduardo Hernandez and whether they had ever stolen from him. This is a place that says, you know, we're like a family here. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't steal from your family, would you? This is our personal priest. <laughs> we hired him just for us. As soon as the confession started, I found the conversation to be strange and unlike normal confessions, where I would tell a priest about the sins I wanted to confess, former employee Maria Para said. The priest mostly had work-related questions, which I thought was strange. Yeah. Priests don't like to talk about work. They don't work. Yeah. Well, that is their job. But yeah. so a priest, priesting is their job. Are you paid? Are you paid to be a priest? I assume you get money. Uh, don't you just live at the church? And they feed you. That's what people should be if they don't want. Then instead of living and killing rabbits, they should be priests. <laughs> and just they get room and board. They get feed and all feed. And all the altar boys they want. Priest feed. Oh, priest feed. <laughs> it's little pellets. <laughs> Little pellets of the body of Christ. Yeah, if you put uh, water on them, then you mix it up and it becomes a paste. They can eat it if they don't have good teeth anymore. (laughs) So Hernandez told another employee that they needed to help him by telling investigators they worked only eight hours each day, five days a week, and asked him to manipulate time cards. Oh, well, what a nice guy. Yeah. 
Restaurant management also threatened employees with adverse immigration consequences and used poor uh, pool tips to pay managers. Oh, Jesus. Just shitty restaurant yep. owners. It's and there's so. Oh, have you seen the bear? Yes. Yes. OK, I'm on season one still. OK. I've heard it's very it's good. Really good so far. It's very stressful. Yeah. The first yeah. season is. Yeah. I hear yeah. the second season gets less stressful. Yes, it does. Yeah. Like I, I like I would watch it and I'm just like, uh, uh, yeah. sorry, chef. <laughs> yeah, corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, when they fuck stuff up in the mm-hmm. restaurant, because like the the, it's a great show. Yeah. The um, they keep showing that clock that's on the wall. And this mm-hmm. is kind of a shitty clock. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's funny. Anyway, the I've worked with people with managers mm-hmm. that if they were working for a smaller restaurant would do exactly this shit. Mm-hmm. They're horrible people. Yeah. That don't, they're just very like, um, if someone tries to call in sick, they're like, no, you need to come in. No, you can't call in sick. You need to come in and you don't have a job. Yeah. Like that type of manager. Mm-hmm. Um, like they say stuff like, oh, you're replaceable. I can replace you tomorrow. So act up yeah. and see see how far it gets you. Like they're that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Stealing tips. Fucking assholes. Yeah. So, uh, what did you say? The last, the second to last one. So, a federal judge ordered Hernandez, his co-owner Hector Manuel Martinez Galindo, and Rodriguez to pay thirty-five employees a total of one hundred forty thousand dollars in back wages and damages. Yeah. Play stupid game, win stupid prizes. Yeah, that's what you deserve. It's the problem. These assholes, like small business people, think that they can just do anything they want. Yeah. Like my business, I do what I want. These are the restaurants charging service charges. It's yeah, the same. It's the Fuck same. These guys, same management style. Yeah, not eating at your dumb place. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you charge me a lot and it's good, I'm just gonna be like, this is a good place. Yeah, they charge me a lot because it's good and they play their employees well. Like when I go to Zingerman's, yeah, it's a lot. I'm like, this is a fifteen dollar sandwich. That's a little crazy, but I also know that they pay their employees really well and they're not assholes. Yeah, so I'm like, cool. They don't give me a dollar service charge. Right. I know what I'm getting when I go to um, the restaurant you just said. <laughs> Zingerman's? Yeah. <laughs> just, that just went right out of my head. Zingerman's, so I don't go. Because, <laughs> well, it's like a nice restaurant. You go there if you want to spend some money and yeah, get yeah, some, yeah. like a nice $15 sandwich. Yeah. Also, I really liked Europe because everything was in, like, obviously no taxes yeah, yeah so it was just it was, included it was 14 euros it was 14 euros and you yeah. didn't tip 14 euros that's yeah. what, how much you pay yep I, I get a lot of like uh buyer's remorse when i go to a restaurant i get like just stuff added on and i think i'm like oh i'll be responsible and not spend too much money and then it still comes out to like 25 or 30 just for me i'm just like jesus i don't want to and gross. that's going to a mcdonald's yeah yeah shouldn't have gotten the double can, quarter can you, imagine, can you imagine a dollar surcharge if you went to arby's yeah, a dollar, service fee. A drive-through charge instead of a dine-in charge or whatever. Yuck. Makes me want to kill a seagull. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know. That was after the french fries, right? Oh yeah, the seagulls, yeah. Uh, one time I threw a french fry out of my car window for the for a seagull. Mm-hmm. And um if you live inland, you, you don't get seagulls. But we live by the Great Lakes, and like there are lakes around, so we get seagulls here, you know. Anyway, from the distance, from the horizon, I see the tiniest little spot appear in the horizon, and it keeps—it's just 
it's just flying straight toward me and it's getting bigger and bigger and it's this fucking seagull must have seen that french fry from two miles away <laughs> and was just making a beeline to the, the and french... came ate the french fry and just stared at me i saw someone who had a there was like seagull sitting on their like hood of their car yeah they threw a french fry on their dash oh. and then they like went to get it and of course hit the windshield yeah of course so stupid seagulls yeah you know <laughs> it does not make me want to do what this guy did no no definitely seagull. not there i saw a video i was on the instagram it's an older video uh-huh. but someone's eating like it looks like a piece of fish uh-huh like i don't know like smoked trout or something and they're like going like this and the seagull fucking comes and like hits them in the face oh. and takes the fish right out of their hand and flies off. The grossest part is the seagull touched their face. I think the grossest part is they were touching that fish. <laughs> oh, I had uh, fried anchovies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How they're, were they? They were good. Yeah? Yeah. On a pizza? Uh, no, just fried. Oh, man. By themselves. Oh, and they had like a dipping sauce. Well, David Lee, mm-hmm. 40, from Sunderland... In the UK, yeah. admitted causing unnecessary suffering to a herring gull. Is that a crime in the UK? Apparently, I think it is because of necessary this... suffering. That's okay. Unnecessary suffering—that's a problem. This type of suffering. Okay, a man has admitted to performing a sex act while kneeling over a captured seagull and watching pornography on his mobile phone. It's a weird kink. So he was kneeling over a captured seagull. And the sex act is masturbating, I assume, mm-hmm. right? Because he was by himself. Unless he was sucking his own dick. Maybe the, maybe the seagull was giving the seagull major. <laughs> this guy's a real duck sucker. <laughs> Leslie Burgess, prosecutor, uh, prosecuting, told the court Lee chased one bird before picking up a smaller gull... <laughs> And was caught on CCTV looking at his phone while holding the bird between his legs and masturbating. Oh, geez. So it's that other on bird camera. got away and was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Never going to this church again. <laughs> Once he had finished, he pulled up his pants and gave the bird a little kick, the court heard, which was... <laughs> which like, was fuck the, off, you little slut. It was the worst part. To be fair, the seagull did say mine. <laughs> There's a um, a Norm Macdonald joke that he tells, and it's about Bill Cosby, and uh, he's tired of people saying that the worst part, the worst part about the Bill Cosby thing is the hypocrisy. And he goes, you know, I, I don't think the worst part about that is the hypocrisy. I think the worst part about that is the raping. <laughs> So the worst part was definitely not the little kick at the end. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Uh, Lee told police he picked up the gull because he thought it was hurt and was looking on his phone to find out where what he should do. And then got a little excited, yeah. apparently. He had to get rid of it because he couldn't like walk into a vet with a boner. <laughs> or a cum-covered seagull. <laughs> <laughs> the, the charge... What, where the fuck were we? Oh, but instead of searching for a vet's phone number, as he claimed to have done, police checks... They checked his phone history. Police checks revealed Lee had actually been looking at porn sites, the court was told. How do they know for sure that's when he was looking at, you know? I think he's on CCTV. I think they uh-huh. matched the time up with his internet history. Uh, maybe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
uh, they charge against the charge against Lee initially said he put the penis uh, put his penis in the bird's beak, <laughs> but that detail was changed to say he took a wild bird and undertook a sexual act, thereby unnecessarily suffering what's caused. So you think they changed it because that's not what happened, or they changed it because that was a little too graphic for the court records? <laughs> I mean, you should be specific about this. I think... Was he deep-throating a gull, or was he <laughs> giving it a pearl necklace? I think putting your dick in a, any bird's beak... That seems sounds dangerous. awful, and yeah. sounds like they'd start pecking the pecker. Yeah. Well... You know, a little, yeah. get a little bitey. Yeah. Maybe that's... He likes a little nibble. <laughs> He's had toothy blowjobs in the past, and that just wasn't enough for him. His nickname, Nibbledick. <laughs> Nibbledick Lee from Sunderland. So Annalisa Moscardini, defending, <laughs> said Lee has a history of mental ill health and has asked and asked for a psychiatric report to be repaired, uh, prepared. I agree. We do find this to be a deliberate or gratuitous attempt to cause suffering to an animal, or shall we say a bird, <laughs> and therefore we feel that a psychiatric report would be most appropriate in this case, said chairman of the bench, Faye Gilbert. <laughs> an animal, or shall we say a bird? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck does that mean? Get the fuck out of here, Sir Topham Hat. Birds are animals. Miss Burgess said the prosecution will ask for an order preventing Lee from owning animals. <laughs> well, it's not going to stop him. No, but you can just catch him out on the boardwalk. Raw dog and a wild animal. <laughs> or, I guess, or raw birding, shall we say. <laughs> okay, here's my feeling about this. So that sucks for the bird. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> does it? It's, that was a bad time for the bird, but it wasn't like, oh, and this is bad. This is bad all around. Okay, but it wasn't like he was having sex with his sheep, for example. <laughs> like that's worse than jerking off on a bird. Like yes, okay, right. If you were if we we're rating scales of things that are bad, so jacking off bird on bukake the bird. is not as bad. <laughs> As sheep fucking. It's only bukkake if there's more than one guy doing it. Oh, okay. Let's, what let's what if he has multiple here. personalities? Uh, it depends on how many times he can come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> but, what, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that uh, stop showing monkeys Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, don't look up those videos by the monkeys. Um, yeah, we've also learned don't jack off on rich people. What? I think, right? Isn't that what we? Uh, rich people think they're gonna we're gonna kill them. Right, right, right. Okay, sorry. I think some rich people are into that. Be jacked off on? Well, Donald Trump had the you know prostitutes peeing on him apparently. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah so anyway, they're gonna come and get you and kill you. Yeah, rich people. It's true. Uh, we learned that uh, if the priest is asking you if, uh, you know, you, you'll always be loyal to your boss and that this place is like a family, he's an art. Yeah. Then you should jack off on him. And. <laughs> I mean, he's a priest. He might be, you know, 
No, I'm kidding. They don't. They don't like them old enough to jack off. No, no. no. They yeah. Uh, we also learned that <laughs> no uh, mess. Don't jack off on a bird because you'll go to jail in England apparently. And if they swallow it, they'll explode. Oh no, that's alka seltzer. <laughs> Or rice. It's only if you come on a bowl of rice. Oh, okay. This is hour has been an hour and 11 minutes. Some cream of wheat. <laughs> so, we're going to do a new, we're going to try out a new segment at the end here and see yes. how it goes. But before we do that, we have an uh, update. Oh, update, update. Did it, did it, did Your wife. Oh, very nice. So it was a correction from an episode, and um, was it a correction or an update? Because we asked the question. She said update slash correction. Okay. So who knows? She's you know. updating us with correct information. Yes. So it's, she says one of you asked how people knew they were pregnant before pregnancy tests. Well, I imagine they just got you know big stomachs. Yeah. Right. But before that, before they, what is it called? The quickening when you can feel the baby moving, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. She says there, she gives us two fun facts. One, if you inject pregnant pregnant lady pee into a rabbit, the rabbit dies. That seems like you're causing unnecessary suffering on an animal. Yeah. But because <laughs> someone came in you and then you're peeing on the rabbit. So mm-hmm. you're peeing. Maybe the, the rabbit. rabbit's into water sports. Could be. This was a common test for a long time, she says. Two, certain strains of wheat will sprout if a pregnant woman pees on them. So often women would pee on a bunch of wheat and wait a few days, and if it sprouted, then they knew. So peeing on wheat. Shrugging emoji. (laughs) So that's good to know. Okay. Thank you for that correction. And we're going to do a random thought. This is, so um, we're going to try it from the Reddit random thought subreddit because, you know, we don't have our own ideas ever. But then maybe I had in, a random thought, and if you did, okay, yeah, this week, okay, so maybe in the future we'll have our random thoughts during the week. We'll write them down, and we'll say them. And it's good; these are good conversation mm-hmm. starters, I think. I, I feel my house was uh, designed by hornets. Yeah, yeah, that's your random thought. I mean, it's clearly designed in a way that makes hornets go. This is a great place. This is a great place to live. Look at all these places. Wow, this is a good neighborhood. Two car garage on the cul-de-sac. What do, horn, what do the hornets eat? Uh, Other bugs? Bitches? I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> so, I think, let's mm-hmm. say I think, I think the death of a pet should be treated like the death of a relative. I think you're an idiot. Really? Absolutely. Okay. But Get what if you love your pet? You know the difference? You're not going to put your grandma to sleep when she gets too old and pees on the carpet. Maybe we should be able to. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> okay. And you know what? You're not going to be sad in like two years and like be crying and miss your grandma. Yeah, but. In the same way. Or your dog in the same way you're going to miss your you know, grandparents. Bullshit. I put my dog to sleep months ago and yeah. I still kind of tear up sometimes thinking about her. You have any relatives who've died? Yeah. Like close, yeah. like very I, detrimental I relatives? I watched my grandma die. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you care about your dog that much? I cried more when my dog died than when my grandma died. Well, it sounds like you wouldn't really care about your grandma that much. <laughs> I did. And I'm so, just saying this is the same vein of the people who are like, my kids are, or my pets like my kid. No, they're fucking not. It is not the same. I think that, that 
these were not supposed to start arguments. They just supposed to start sure? conversations. <laughs> this is a conversation. I think that um, someone's feelings about anything, you you cannot tell how strong those feelings are. You because I you're can... not having them because you don't have the same feelings about your pets doesn't mean they don't have those feelings about their pets. They don't have children. Every person who says this does not have children. Okay, fine. So we've got kids, and that's cool. But I I'm think just saying, there's there's a difference. What this between person is human life and a and a pet is you should get a day off of work if your pet dies. No, a death of a relative, you get more than one day off. Great. No. So then three days. It's, let's say it's, that's no. what this person's ridiculous. All right, let's go. stop being a fucking loser. <laughs> so, stop telling kids they're gifted or they'll. Go far in life. It is the best way to make sure they are self-destruct. Hold on. Before you move on, before you move on, (laughs) you got this look on your face already. So these are random thoughts. These are conversation starters. So Uh let's act like we're talking to each other. Uh And this is, these are our feelings. We're not talking to like someone in the void. This is my opinion. Okay. Okay. All right. So give me your opinion about kids. I think we need to stop telling kids they're gifted or that they'll go far because it's the best way to make them self-destruct. Okay, why do you think that? I don't think that. I think I think anyone who thinks this is a fucking idiot. Okay. It's a great conversation starter so far. It's just going really well. The problem is I I still maintain the internet is a horrible place and shouldn't exist. Yeah. And everyone on the internet is a fucking idiot. Everyone? I think everyone's a fucking idiot, whether they're on the internet or not. People are horrible. People are bad. Just yeah, I know. Look. I don't want to talk to most of we them. We shouldn't say that kids are gifted. So this person says, stop telling kids they're gifted or they will go far in life. It is the best way to make sure they self-destruct. So you're saying that you should tell your kids that they're gifted or they'll go far in life. Why should you not tell your kids that they can go far in life? That, yeah, I agree with you. I, like, I don't know why. Like, oh, no, now I have pressure that I should do something and I don't even want to answer emails. I want to live in a moss hut and hunt rabbits. Wait, what are you what are you saying here? I don't understand. So you're saying you should tell your kids they're gifted. I'm saying the people who are like, I'm going to self-destruct because someone says I can do something with my life and I just want to live in a moss hut and hunt rabbits like that person we were earlier in the episode. Yeah. Okay. They're the same person. Yeah. The person complaining about this is also the person who wants to live by themselves and hunt rabbits. Right. Because someone once told them that they're going to go far in life and then they probably did something stupid and pissed everything away and got really stressed out because they had to answer an email. Okay, so this uh, so this person is I think I don't I think you're grasping onto a different part of what this person is saying. So they say absolutely give kids positive energy, give them encouragement, and tell them they've done a good job. But stop giving them unre- unrealistic expectations about their life as a child. Wait, wait. So you you don't parents should not have the expectation that their child can do well in life. That's unrealistic. Sorry, kid, you're gonna be a shit stain. <laughs> Because most people are terrible, and probably you will be too. <laughs> I so my child. Um, we were talking earlier today, and uh, she said something about oh having more robux or something, and I was like, yeah, it's too bad. Robux, robux, robux. On the the game Roblox, there's oh. an in-game currency called robux, and you can purchase those robux, or you can make them by having people come to like a place that you've created. Like so, premium users come to your place, then you get Robux. Like she made like three Robux because somebody spent like 10 minutes in her place or something. Okay. Anyway, so she was really happy about that. So like, it's cool. a crypto. 
pretty much yeah it's cryptocurrency <laughs> and uh she i was like yeah it's a shame you can't just buy anything you want you know because you don't have the money for it and she's like well i would have money if you'd let me make youtube videos and i'm like oh how do you mean she's like oh because my youtube videos i would just make money off of people watching my youtube videos i'm like oh you could you so you could do that i i think that you could make a lot of great content and people would like it because i think you've got a great personality and you're funny um however it's so difficult to make money on youtube i just want to set your expectations that it's there are millions of youtube videos out there but a small fraction of them make any money at all and then the people that you see like um preston plays for example he's got a huge following and he makes a ton of money but he's got employees that edit his videos for him now. Like it takes a lot of time mm. and energy and commitment. I don't have the time or energy to edit YouTube videos for you. Um, so I won't be able to do that. She's like, oh, I can edit them. And I'm like, I believe that you can, but I I don't think I, you're, I don't think you're gonna make money off of YouTube. If you wanna make YouTube videos, let's say when you're 13, go ahead and make them. As long as I see them before you post them. Um, and I can moderate the comments because I don't want you seeing garbage people saying mm-hmm. garbage things. Yeah, because the internet's a horrible do that. place and should it's, exist. It's like people, yeah, it's like people that want to be sports stars when they grow up. Like I want to be yeah. a sports a basketball player when I grow up. Okay, cool, but let's have a backup plan. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that's different than saying you'll go far in life. Yeah, so that started a very long conversation, didn't it? Listen, see, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think hmm? that my parents always say to me, "You'll understand when you're older." Uh, said they said that to me you'll understand when you're older now that i'm older than they were at that time i still don't understand okay understand what yeah wait no i'm not no i'm not i'm not judging sorry that's what i think well i think you should probably ask them more specifically to explain because now maybe you will understand if they can explain it to you because at the time you probably were too young to have it explained to you yeah everything that my parents said to me you'll understand when you're older i get it now yeah but it was all about like sex jokes and stuff, and like there'd be a stand-up comedian or about parenting and things like that. So like, yeah. do you have a parent being older, in, being older but not having those experiences yet? Then yeah, you probably don't understand. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I feel like, yeah, if, I feel like you should probably ask some questions if you don't get it. Yeah, this might be a good game for not a game, but a good thing for um, like if we have a new guest on the show that mm-hmm. we haven't talked to before and the good conversation starters. Jeff. Oh, jeez. I think anybody else strategically eat their food so the last thing you taste is your most favorite. Oh, yeah. I do that. Yeah. 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 Save it for last, right? Yeah. It's the last thing you want to taste. Exactly. I don't want to taste taste the gross thing. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm going to eat the piece of shit first so so I can eat the good thing last. This is geared toward the people that eat one thing at a time and finish that thing. Hmm. So I don't... So like... For example, mm-hmm. you, you go to the McDonald's mm-hmm. and you get some nugs, sure, some nuggets and fries and a drink. Okay, that'll be thirteen dollars. By the exactly. way, exactly. Uh, so my wife will eat all the nuggets mm-hmm. and then eat all the fries. Okay, and I will eat a nugget, eat some fries, eat a nugget. Okay, eat another nugget, eat some fries. Like, but she's one then the other. I'm like your wife. Weird. Nuggets and then fries. Weird. Now, if I don't know how things taste, I will sample each thing. Well, yes, yes and yes, then yes. decide what I'm eating first, second, and third. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, if I already know what it is, yeah, it's always. Actually, for me, it's always fries first and then other things second because the fries are worse when they're cold. 
than that's the true. Other yeah, things. the fries are you know as they get colder, they're not as good. Yeah, you don't eat Taco Bell. I don't know, but imagine, imagine the psychopath that would get Taco Bell and take one bite of a taco and one bite of a burrito and one bite of nacho chip. I think that's different than fries and and, and a sandwich or fries and some nuggets. Yeah, I agree. Like a taco is like you, you you don't put the taco down. No, you have to. But imagine if once you've committed, you are monogamous with the taco. (laughs) Imagine if someone did do that though. They ate one single bite of a taco and put it down and ate something else. Then they're a taco slut. Well, you have to be a taco monogamous. 